Dirt, an audio drama, is a production of Studio 5705. Chapter I step back and look at my car's front and rear left tires. Huh. They're both flat. Oh no. What the... Ugh. There's broken glass from discarded beer bottles on the shoulder all around the car that I hadn't noticed when I first parked. Okay. Call Mel. No, no, wait. <laughs> oh. Maybe I just walk away. Call Mel. I told the investigators what you said. Mel? They're fine with it. They're just going to wait here Mel. until you... You've done so much for me. And I'm grateful for it all. Incredulous, actually. But now... I have to ask you to pull off your biggest magic trick yet. I have two flats and only one spare. This car isn't going anywhere. So, I need you to figure out how to get me to the office in time for the molecular meeting. Mel? Mel. Hold, please. <laughs> sure. I'll hold. When Mel told me yesterday that the police knew we had the traffic cam footage, I figured it was just a matter of time before they'd come knocking, asking us why. But if they're at the office and asking for me specifically, and not saying why... It can't be good. And... 
with the police and molecular at the office at the same time. It'll be some kind of entrance for me at work. If I get there at all. Okay, I assume you're still at the address I sent you? Yeah. About a mile south of you is a lake. It's a state park. You can access the main entrance off the road that you're on. Walk there now and fast. I'll call back soon with details. Okay. Anything I should be... prepared for. I really don't know what happened back there in the woods a short time ago with the old house and the coyote. But just to make sure it did happen, I reach inside my duffel bag with my hand to make sure that there really are now three treasure boxes in there. A box from PL, a box from Maryhill, and now a box from Cumberland. Yep, three of them. And a broken drone. My clothes and shoes are wet and dirt-streaked from walking through the damp forest. To passers-by, with this large duffel bag and old detector, I must be quite a sight. I'm just glad that I'm out here, practically off the grid, where no one would ever recognize me. After about 20 minutes, I get to the sign for the state park and walk in. At a park signboard, I read that metal detecting is allowed here. Good. So hopefully that'll stave off any questions anyone has about the coin master. I briefly consider registering for the required day pass, but I have no idea what Mel has in store for me here, and I don't want to leave a paper trail. So. I stick a $20 bill in the registration slot instead and make a beeline for some trees 50 yards or so away above the shore of a smallish lake, hoping to stay unnoticed. A few non-motorized boats are floating on the lake, each with one or two people in them, dangling fishing lines into the blue-gray water. With a view of it all through the trees, I check my work phone and see messages from Trudy, Angela, Rebecca, Deshaun, and a couple of Inner Six members. Some are regular work questions about projects or issues I need to know about. Hmm. But some sound desperate, like, will you be joining our rehearsal for the molecular meeting? Nope. Should we keep your section of slides in the molecular presentation deck? Good question. What's the deal with the two Secret Service-looking peeps who are here waiting for you? Ugh. I don't want to make any promises, so I hold off on responding. Ah, Mel. What we're doing isn't allowed. You're going to need to be fast and as discreet as possible when it gets there. And possibly swim for it. Okay. And it's not cheap. I put it on your card. I text back, 
Make it rain. <laughs> Mel follows right up with, it should be there in a few minutes. The timing will be tight, but you should make it here just as the meeting starts. I'll meet you in South Lake Union with an Uber. I text back, life saver. As I wait for whatever happens next, it occurs to me I haven't seen any of the traffic cam footage for myself yet. So I use an app on my work phone to access Motorpool's cloud server. I'm not sure what Mel is calling her project. So I scroll through the folders until I see one that was created on Wednesday with the name Costumed Jaywalker Fun Facts. That's gotta be it. I tap on the folder, but I'm denied access. Yeah. It totally makes sense that Mel would secure the folder. I consider texting her to ask for access, but then I remember she's already busy trying to make a miracle happen. Hey, Anna. Yeah, it's Joseph Elo. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I miss everybody there too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sorry to call you direct like this. I know you're working on that traffic cam project with Mel. I know. The eyebrow. Oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm wondering if you could email me all the cam video footage files. Yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> totally. Yep, just in case there's something I can contribute. Yep. Yep, totally. Oh, I know. I was going to ask Mel, but I know she's super busy with something at the moment. <laughs> that was fast. Yep, for sure. Oh, I totally appreciate it. Yep, okay. Well, I'll get out of your hair now. Yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> okay, yep, you too. Okay. Okay, bye. Nice. Buddy. Boom! Ha! Ah! <sighs> Dude! What? Carl? Well, how did you find me? Well, it wasn't hard. I saw you walk right through the parking lot. You're pretty easy to spot carrying all that stuff. What are you doing here? And it better be good. I'm just here with my buddies fishing. Have you been tracking me? Carl, one call and I will get you fired. Or worse. Whoa, whoa, whoa there, buddy. Just hold your dingo hopper. I told you I'm not going to do any more of that kind of stuff. Wait, you said you saw me in the parking lot? Don't tell me. Don't tell you what? You drive an old Datsun. Old Datsun? I don't think you'll ever catch me in one of those. I'm a GMC man myself. Carl? How is it that you're here, right now, at the exact same time as me? I've never been here in my life. We're in the middle of freaking nowhere. Well, maybe you being from the big city and all, I can see why you might say that. But this is not nowhere. This here is one of me and my buddies' favorite fishing spots. We're taking a break from the coin show. 
You know, the one at the Tacoma Dome I told you about. In my message? You did get my message. Yeah, I got it. So, Joe, I might ask you the same question. What are you doing here? Maybe you're following me around. This is unbelievable. Ah, there's that old coin master I love so much. I'm telling you, that I think that thing must have a mind of its own. Hey, that bag looks a lot fuller than the last time I saw you. Did you find another one? Whoa, that plane is coming in low. I think it's gonna... Oh, let me guess. That's for you. Now look, Joseph. I meant it when I said I think I could help. Just say the word. I have connections, you know. Whatever you're doing, well... I gotta tell you, it's got my brain going, all right? You wanna help, Carl? You really wanna help? You can help by not saying a word about any of this. To anyone. Well, I did tell a few buddies, okay? I mean, when you see one of them old detectors, you can't help but brag about it. But hey, don't worry. These guys are solid. They're very trustworthy. I've seen them pull things out of the lake that you're not supposed to keep, and they kept it, and they know I kept my mouth shut, so they owe me. I also mean about this plane landing here. More than a few people could get in trouble for this. <laughs> no kidding. I've never seen one of those things land here before. Mr. Archer? Sterling Archer? Not a word, Carl. Okay, Joe. Mom's a word. This is as close as I can get. Hurry it up. We got a boogie. I do my best to hold the coin master and duffel bag up above the water surface. Here, I'll take those. <sighs> Sorry, I'm gonna get your plane all wet. It's okay. There's a towel right there. Get your seatbelt on, and that headset too, right next to you. It'll be a quick flight. You want some music? Sure. Why not? Good thing you don't have more stuff, or we might be too heavy to get out of here before the lake ends. It's gonna be close. Okay, here we go. the water and start to fly. All right. Never doubted it for a second. The plane's pontoons just seem to clear the tall firs and cedars at the end of the lake. The plane banks hard to the left, and from our gaining altitude, under the low ceiling of clouds, I can already start to make out the watery cutouts of Lake Washington and Puget Sound in the far distance, and beyond them, the foothills of the Olympic Mountains. And there, in miniature from our vantage point, sitting in the middle of it all, the urban jumble of Seattle's skyline and its sprawling suburbs. I turn my gaze to my side window and downward, scanning below. I see the glimmer of a small creek that feeds into the lake we just left. Somewhere down there, among the thick tangle of evergreens and ground cover, 
is the wreckage of an old house and the reverberations of a past that with each passing moment seems to be defining my future. During the flight, I download the traffic cam video files from my work email to my phone and then upload them from my phone to my personal cloud storage. Whatever fate awaits me, I want to at least be able to watch and memorialize as much of my stint as the costume jaywalker as I can for myself. Thanks for the lift. Sure thing. Just like it never happened, right? Right. Mel meets me at the dock, just as she said she would. Wet pants, muddy shoes, dirty jacket. Hey, nothing says by my company like this ensemble. What is that thing? Yeah. It's something that belonged to my grandfather. I need to make sure it and this bag are kept safe. Very safe. I'll handle it. I can put those in the trunk for you. Okay. Back to Motorpool? Please. And we're in a hurry. Thank you. Well, I gotta hand it to you. You certainly pulled that off. All in a day's work around here. These days. (laughs) Yeah. You sure you want to do it this way? I am. Well, okay. Thanks. How do I look? Like about ten other people I've seen walking around town today. Hi there. I believe you're here for me. We're actually waiting for Mr. Elo. It's been some time now. Is he here? Yeah, it's me. (laughs) I'm sorry I've kept you waiting. Okay. Is this an agency thing? Dressing up the day before Halloween? Well, tomorrow's Saturday. Most people won't be here. Right. Could you... Take off your sunglasses so we can see your eyes and some identification, too, just to make sure it's you. Um, sure. Here you go. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Elo. I'm Detective Hawkins, and this here is Detective Peterson. 
We have some questions we'd like to ask you. Sure. And I'm sorry to ask this, because Mel here tells me you've been waiting a while already. I just need five minutes to do some important business first. Right down the hall from here. Has anyone offered you coffee or anything from the kitchen? I've had a couple cups already. Right. I promise. Just five minutes. And then we can do whatever it is we need to do. Okay. But we'd like to accompany you. Sure. Is everybody in the room already? Yes. Just getting started. Alrighty then. Does it well. We hope you sense how incredibly thrilled we are to not only be your host for this session today, but to join the molecular family of Asians. I'm sorry, can I help you? <gasps> Joseph! Hello, everyone. Hello, Ingrid, Claus, Jurgen. So great to see each of you and all your guests here today. Hello, Angela. You're doing wonderfully. I promise I'll interrupt only for a moment. I know all of you are expecting me to be here to help celebrate the historic partnership between our companies. Certainly many of you have been wondering where I've been all week. And it's been a week. So to all of you, whom I've let down by being away, I sincerely apologize. I'm sorry. But my shortcomings go beyond being absent for the week. For the past several months, as some of you in this room know, especially Trudy here, who handles my expenses, I've been functioning under a strict behavior clause. I understand the reasons this was put into place. We all know that positive press, and certainly no bad or embarrassing press, is extremely important when a transaction like the one we're undertaking between our companies is in process. So I'm here, dressed like this, not to poke fun at the news frenzy of the week, but to acknowledge that I've broken this clause. <laughs> Further, I made no attempt to report my behavior to company management. And, in fact, I fled town soon after it happened. The reasons I did so are private and not related to this organization. But the impact of my actions is likely about to become very public, or I guess better understood by the public. This getup isn't just a trendy costume I decided to wear for office dress-up day. <laughs> I am, in fact, the real costume jaywalker. What? The two officers that some of you have seen here today 
and who are waiting outside this room right now are here to question me. Whoa. And we all know how these things play out in the media, regardless of intention. So while I hope that a sincere apology will be enough, just judging by those of you taking pictures and texting about me right now, I know it won't be nearly enough for the press when they get a hold of this information. So, in the best interest of all parties here today, and for the future of this company that I founded and proudly grew into what it is, with the help of so many of you in this room, I hereby resign my position as CEO of Motorpool, effective about one minute from now. Joseph, please. Angela, you've been a terrific partner all these years. <laughs> we disagree at times, but doing good work has always been your highest priority. You're determined, detailed, and passionate. Our clients love you, and these guests of ours here clearly love you. So, in my final seconds, before this all likely gets really nuts, I appoint you as CEO of Motorpool in my place. I would also, I would also like to endorse my assistant, Mel, for a role in project management. And I suggest putting her on your toughest clients. Mel has proven to me that she will always do what's needed to get the job done. Unglaublich. This is highly unusual. Ingrid, you're right. It is. But that's on me. The alliance between molecular and motor pool becomes that much stronger today with my departure. Please don't stop now. You're going to love what this agency does for you. <sighs> okay. I'm sorry I've taken up your time. I believe Angela was just about to cement this deal. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> does everyone need a quick break or should we just keep going? Is every day around here like this? <laughs> you know... We didn't know you were the costume jaywalker. And it frankly doesn't matter to us. What? We're just here to see if you have any insight you can provide to us about the videos you've been analyzing. We asked for you personally because your name is on the contact sheet given to us by Linkod as the responsible party. The car that almost hit the pedestrian, or I guess we can now say you, turns out it ran a red light. You stepped into the crosswalk, right when the sign went to walk. So you're actually not in any kind of trouble, at least not with the police. We're just looking for details and analysis about the car. Oh. You want me to go back in there? And put in a good word for you? Before we do our thing? <laughs> so I didn't have to do any of that. Uh, no, I'm good. What's done is done. 
Dirt, an audio drama, is a production of Studio 5705 and is written, directed, and produced by me, Chris Cayella. This chapter features the voice talents of Jesse Brown as Mel, Aaron Patterson as Carl, Cassie McCluskey as the Uber driver, Tony Ferreira as Detective Hawkins, Brittany Carroll as Detective Peterson, Nicole Michelle's McDonough as Angela, and Yvonne Eisman as Ingrid. I play the part of Joseph. For more information about Dirt, an audio drama, visit dirtaudiodrama.com. And for the latest updates, please follow the show on Twitter. If you like what you hear, please rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts and tell your friends and family. Thank you very much for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It's the last days of summer, 1920. Do you know where your children are? They should be playing outside. Come on, Chelsea. Mima says we're not allowed to go to this house. We're not even supposed to be on this side of town. Doing their chores. Why aren't these chicken coops clean? Please, Father. I'll be good. (laughs) Oh, God! Obeying their parents. You look me right in the eyes and tell me you didn't steal this bike. Ma, no, I've been helping Mr. Diamond, all right? Lord, don't tell me my son is working at a speakeasy. Exploring their feelings. Let's go over to the apple tree. Gosh, (laughs) okay. But unfortunately for these young fools, the neighborhood bully has other plans. Tonight, you are going to meet me out in front of the old Barnaker house. Howling house? Why? (laughs) Now, a Boy Scout, a tag-along, a doormat, and a delinquent will dare to spend the night in the most haunted estate in Arkham. Will they survive to see the sunrise? Or will they succumb to the hunger of Howling House? You're going to die tonight. What is that thing? Is this this the witch's library? I'm gonna kill you! Not tonight! Roger, make him stop! No! You watch! Run away, little ones. I'm so hungry. Listen to the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program's award-winning season, Night at Howling House. The complete story, available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and at CthulhuMystery.com. All the all the outs and free. All the outs and free. <laughs>